the space moves incredibly quickly. And while we are in an era of operation choke point in the crypto industry, the rest of the world is moving on. The EU is moving on. Japan is moving on. Bermuda is moving on. And this technology cannot be stopped. It certainly can be pushed abroad and overseas and only left in the United States to the top 5%, 2%, 1% who would be able to have access and exposure to digital assets in a way that the average person would not be able to participate, particularly unaccredited investors. And that's a problem. We're replicating the same system that has marginalized so many at the hands of the chosen few. Welcome to Tech Intersect. I'm your host, Tanya Evans, and my life and work exist at the heart of law, business, and technology. Yeah, I've earned a few fancy titles and degrees over the years, but the bottom line is I'm a writer, speaker, teacher, and lifelong learner. And I'm really excited that you've joined me on this journey. So what is Tech Intersect? Well, it's authentic, empowering conversations with really interesting guests who demystify complex topics to prepare you for the future, because your future is now. And it exists where law, business, and tech intersect. Get ready to listen, learn, and leverage. Let's get started. In this episode of Tech Intersect, I am excited to do another Ping the Prof, where I am taking a deep dive into a special topic. This Ping the Prof is focused on crypto being only for criminals. It's one chapter out of my book, and I'm knee deep in this chapter. I had occasion to see some recent news about crypto crimes and some misinformation, disinformation fear, uncertainty, and doubt, or what we commonly call FUD, which I will talk more about in a moment. And it's so important that you have all of the information and the facts. I don't sell crypto. I don't care whether you actually buy it or don't. But if you enter into this space, either as an investor or an NFT collector, or you're building in the space, I want you to have the right information. And we need to right-size this conversation about crypto used by criminals and only for criminals. So I'm in process with finalizing some edits. And I thought I'd take a moment out of my writing to share this with you this week. So I'll talk more about that in a moment. But if you don't know, I am publishing a book or not me, but my publisher, Broad Book Press, this fall 2023. It's titled Digital Money Demystified. It is a myth-busting manual that you grab before you learn how to trade or if you're taking a step back or particularly in this down market where this is actually a great time to learn when people aren't chasing after the shiny object that is the price of Bitcoin or Ethereum or some other altcoin going to the moon. It's easy to get swept up in fear of missing out or FOMO. Now it's pretty quiet. Although quietly, Bitcoin, ETH, and some other coins and tokens have started to move up and to the right, which is something that we like to see. So anyway, my book, again, Digital Money Demystified, coming out in the fall of 2023, but available for pre-order soon from your favorite bookseller. I'm partial to independent booksellers, especially woman-owned and Black-owned. 
Join my VIP book launch club for exclusives, behind the scenes content as I work my way through the editing and launch process, private book chat invites and more. Join me at digitalmoneydemystified.com. That's digitalmoneydemystified.com. I look forward to partnering with you in my launch club for all the exclusives. And I look forward to your support with me on this journey. Now, before we dive into today's topic, again, which is the myth that crypto is only used by criminals to further criminal ends, I want to tell you about an opportunity to join me for continuing crypto education. It's what I now, I've coined the phrase continuing crypto education, and it makes sense because this is an ever-evolving space that requires that you continue to participate. This is not one and done. Continue to participate in your learning process I'm a lifelong learner. I learn something new about the crypto space every single day, almost every hour. (laughs) And I've been in the space since 2017. I created this brand new webinar. It's an extended webinar, a little bit longer than the masterclasses that I usually do. And I'm sharing this with those who want to participate in the future of financial freedom and to do so safely, legally, and confidently, especially those who have been systemically marginalized in finance and banking historically. And I'm sharing my Get Smart Fast Framework Detach, D-E-T-A-C-H. It's an acronym that I will share on the webinar, and it's for the Prudent Crypto Investor. And I share a six-step process that every crypto investor needs to know in order to win in the market that never sleeps 24-7, 365. I'm excited to share this method with you. Head to advantageevans.com forward slash detach. That's advantageevans.com forward slash detach to secure your seat. General admission tickets begin at just $99. And for 10 serious lifelong learners who are ready to prepare for the next bull run, I've created a platinum pass where you get to work one-on-one with me to prepare your mindset with a personalized detached plan before you invest. So including the webinar and the replays and the one-on-one with me, you get some special features as well. Again, head on over to advantageevans.com forward slash detach and register now. Okay, let's get into. So the myth is crypto is only for criminals. The fact is that is definitely false. And I turned to one of the leaders in data collection and dissemination chain analysis that estimates that illicit activities represent just 0.34% of all cryptocurrency activities or in USD, $10 billion in transaction volume, and that was in 2020. And that all transactions involving illicit crypto wallet addresses made up only 0.12%, of the total cryptocurrency transaction volume in 2021, and just 0.24% in 2022. That is less than half a percent, folks. So we just really need to right-size the conversation. In its 2023 report that was just released, and I'm still unpacking it, so give me some time to continue to move through it, Chainalysis reports that although scams remain the largest form of cryptocurrency-based crime 
And that is adjusting for certain types of sanctioned entities abroad, which can be criminal or not, depending on the jurisdiction. Crypto scam revenue actually fell significantly in 2022 from about $10.9 billion the year prior to just $5.9 billion in 2022. Now, let's right-size those facts as well, because we can attribute a lot of that decline is probably, let's say it this way, probably attributed to macroeconomics and market conditions, the dramatic pullback of the price across the industry. And obviously, or may may not be obvious, but scams generally tend not to perform as well when crypto prices are in decline or in a persistent bear market. And we certainly found ourselves there in 2022, beginning of 2023, although we have an uptick in prices. I'll say more about that in a minute. Interestingly, the report also showed that some crypto scams actually grow despite an ongoing bear market. And so I commend to you to go to Chainalysis, the company website, and actually download the report. Now, crypto is only for criminals is a myth that definitely kept me on the sidelines for a while as I was learning more about crypto. I didn't know much about this magic internet digital money. And what I'd heard at the time in 2017 didn't instill much confidence in me. It was just on the precipice of the initial coin offering or ICO boom and then bust. And that was the early days of my crypto rabbit hole journey. All I knew was that some unknown person, Satoshi, created some type of digital currency that it wasn't issued or controlled by any government And that translated in my risk-adverse lawyer brain as both unnecessary and clearly illegal, or so I thought. After all, I thought to myself, and maybe you have thought this as well, what's so wrong with the almighty dollar, which is literally the currency that currently serves as the global reserve currency, of course. So I too fell victim to this number one crypto myth in need of demystifying that cryptocurrencies are only used by criminals. And it's just not true. The fact is that the number one currency used in illicit activity is still the the United States dollar, and it is currently unrivaled. In January 2023, the Cato Institute published an important blog post titled, Overstating Crypto Crime Won't Lead to Sound Policy. And it explained that the Justice Department had recently announced criminal charges against the owner of Bislato, an offshore crypto exchange for violating anti-money laundering or AML laws and allegedly processing over $700 million in USD in illicit funds over several years. At the same time, the Treasury Department's Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, also known as FinCEN, ordered covered financial institutions to cease transacting with Bislato. And the post goes on to say, like all financial instruments, crypto is used for crime and this fact ought to be taken seriously. But blunt claims like Senator Elizabeth Warren's assertion, she's a Democrat from Massachusetts, that, quote, crypto has become the preferred tool for terrorists, for ransomware gangs, for drug dealers and for rogue states that want to launder money, end quote, just don't withstand scrutiny. Some in the crypto industry say that anti-money laundering rules can work so long as they exempt 
so-called decentralized entities, the crypto exchanges, lenders, and other financial intermediaries that run on code. In other words, they want a giant loophole for DeFi written into the law so they can launder money whenever a drug lord or a terrorist pays them to do so. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Lawmakers' response to crypto's use in crime should not be based on the faulty premises that criminals primarily choose crypto and, relatedly, that crypto is primarily used for crime. These assertions appear to be based on cherry-picked data that either misrepresented or misstated the findings to further the narrative, in my humble estimation, that all crypto assets, and that's all 22,600 plus and counting as of the recording of this episode on February 20th, 2023, they're all just one big scam and only used by criminals. Now, that would absolutely be a surprise to my students and my continuing crypto education club members at Advantage Evans Academy, who have certainly been empowered not only by their improved financial literacy as they learn about the emerging crypto asset industry, but also their ability to participate in acquiring capital assets, ones that have the potential to generate income and wealth over time and to pivot their work and career to be relevant and in demand in the future of industry. So exaggerating the connection between crypto and crime, it doesn't help us says the Cato Institute, to efficiently allocate law enforcement resources. And it also doesn't give due credit to the great majority of credit activity that is actually legitimate. So inflating risks and ignoring benefits won't lead to sound policy is the summation from Cato Institute. And I think it's a well-written post and I commend you to go and check that out as well. Hi, I'm Dr. Tanya M. Evans, author of Digital Money Demystified. And I want to let you know that to stay on the leading edge of any opportunity, especially investing, you have to empower yourself with the tools and resources needed to keep your knowledge and skills current. And if you're relying on last year's information or even last month's, look, you're already behind. Sure, you can try to figure this out on your own at YouTube University, The problem is it's difficult to separate fact from fiction with so many carnival barkers banking on your inexperience. And of course, there are the naysayers, usually from legacy finance, banking on your fear while they quietly help their high net worth clients to invest. All of it muddies the waters when all you want to know is how to get in safely, legally and competently so you're not left behind. That's why I wrote Digital Money Demystified, where I take the top 10 crypto myths head on and give you well-researched, well-supported facts to empower you to make good choices out there in the new digital cash economy. 
As a law professor who developed the first blockchain crypto and law online certificate program, a retail and corporate crypto policy and education trainer, and a thought leader appearing regularly on national media, I've done the heavy lifting so you don't have to. Look, there are plenty of books and courses on which crypto assets to invest in. Digital Money Demystified is the book you read before you dive into those. So head to digitalmoneydemystified.com to learn more and prepare for the future of money and wealth today. It's just, you know, so harmful, unsupported claims based, again, on cherry-picked data, not only from Senator Warren, as I just stated, but I was looking back through a bunch and, and pulling out some quotes for the book and focusing on a January 19th, 2021 Senate Finance Committee hearing where Janet Yellen, then President-elect Biden's pick for Secretary of the Treasury said, quote, I think many, and inserting the word cryptocurrencies, are used, at least in a transaction sense, mainly for illicit financing. And I think we really need to examine, she goes on to say, ways in which we can curtail their use and make sure that anti-money laundering doesn't occur through those channels, end quote. So these assertions by respected public officials perpetuate the myth, irresponsibly so in my opinion, again, just not furthering sound policy that would strike the right balance between protecting consumers and investors and supporting innovation and ensuring that the United States maintains its dominance on the leading edge of innovation around the world. The space moves incredibly quickly. And while we are in an era of, of operation choke point in the crypto industry, the rest of the world is moving on. The EU is moving on. Japan is moving on. Bermuda is moving on. And this technology cannot be stopped. It certainly can be pushed abroad and overseas and only left in the United States to the top 5%, 2%, 1% who would be able to have access and exposure to digital assets in a way that the average person would not be able to participate, particularly unaccredited investors. And that's a problem. We're creating replicating the same system that has marginalized so many at the hands of the chosen few. This technology and its fully decentralized capabilities actually empowers the other 99%. I had a great conversation with Andreas Antonopoulos about that very topic. I think it's like episode six of the Tech Intersect podcast very early on. So head on back to check out my conversation with Andreas Antonopoulos about Bitcoin being for the other 99%. All right, some final statistics and then we'll get out of here. According to Chainalysis, again, the data in its Crypto Crime Trends for 2022 report tells a story that's quite different from all criminal all the time. That data shows that while illicit transaction activity reached an all-time high in value, the activity reached an all-time low in the overall share of all cryptocurrency activity. And the United Nations data estimated that between 2% and 5% of the global GDP, which is approximately 1.6 to 4 trillion annually, relates to money laundering and illicit activity. And according to a 2020 report by SWIFT, the Society for 
worldwide interbank financial telecommunication that facilitates interbank transactions. Quote, cases of laundering through cryptocurrencies remain relatively small compared to the volumes of cash laundered through traditional methods, end quote. Let me say it again. This is a report by Swift. Quote, cases of laundering through cryptocurrencies remain relatively small compared to the volumes of cash laundered through traditional methods, end quote. So in sum, to be clear, I make no excuses for criminals who use crypto assets to engage in terrorist financing, money laundering, and the dark net transactions like those occurring on Silk Road back in, I think that's like 2013. I'll say more about that another time in the interest of time and and certainly write quite a bit about it in my book. But the short version is that the dark net is mostly inaccessible to the average crypto investor. You should absolutely stay away from it, but you should be aware of other more common issues that could lead you to getting what we call wrecked, losing all of your money if you fall victim to them. And these red flags include hacks, rug pulls, also known as pump and dump schemes that usually involve new or untested, unaudited projects that promise super high returns on investment no risk that are intentionally abandoned after they get your money, and exit scams. Related, but slightly different, I distinguish the two that exit scams are usually, they usually involve a trusted project or a known founder or known founders who take the crypto based on their reputation and then poof, they're gone. Also, you have phishing scams, ransomware attacks, obviously money laundering, Ponzi schemes, etc., I'm still developing all of this in some of my edits for this chapter of the book. So again, I'll have more to say in future episodes. But as always, I want you to have the facts and steer clear of the FUD so that you can make choices, become empowered, financially savvy, and ultimately free. As a reminder, join me for my upcoming webinar, Detach, the Prudent Crypto Investor Method at AdvantageEvans.com forward slash detach. And let's continue to separate fact from fiction so you can feel more informed, supported, and empowered. Look, y'all, it's time to ditch the carnival barkers and the naysayers. You can do this with the right information, and I can help. Thank you so much for listening to the Tech Intersect podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you love it, please tell the world. If not, Go ahead and tell me, and in either case, drop a comment or ping me on social media at IPProfEvans with the hashtag TechIntersect. And finally, a quick reminder on digital safety. There are a lot of scammers out there impersonating me and others, and I need your help. Now hear this, and remember, I will never slide into your DMs to say peace and blessings or hey and I will never reach out to solicit your time or your money on social media like ever. I'm not a trader. I am an educator and an attorney licensed in four states. Thank you very much. I'm here to inform, inspire, and empower. No cap and definitely no forex. So be careful, make good choices. And remember, I developed an entire free masterclass about the topic of digital safety in the crypto space. 
So check out secureyourcryptobag.com for more information. That's secureyourcryptobag.com. All right, that's all for this episode. Until next time, continue to shine.